Hey guys, this is Alice, and you're listening to Lunchbox Radio. First off, I'm sorry this is coming out late. I totally spaced. This never happens. I'm very embarrassed. So first, my apologies. And um, second, I just kind of want to jump into it, considering that, once again, this came out late. Because I was distracted. Because it's my birthday week. And I'm 32 now. And my memory is failing. It's the worst. Not really. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dying or going insane, I promise. I just, it totally skipped my mind because I had a lot of stuff happening this week. Um, but on that note, what we're going to be talking about in this episode is a little show from, I want to specifically say what year is from. It's definitely from like the early 2000s. But it's a little show called Honey and Clover. So, um, first off, when I said it was from the early 2000s, I wasn't kidding. It's from the year 2000. Um, at least that's the air date. It aired, um, starting April 24th in the year 2000. The reason why I want to talk about this show is, well, a couple reasons. First off, it's, it's a quote-unquote romantic comedy drama thing. It, it's what you would think of as a rom-com anime, basically. But what it really is, is it really is this attempt to show people what is, what I've always thought of it as, is an attempt to show people what it's like to go to art school. (laughs) Because as someone who went to art school for many years, um, one of the things that is is very odd is art school is... Art school is unlike any other kind of higher education experience you could have because it's 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 a school built to 
teach skill to teach you the skills that you need to professionalize a hobby, basically. If that makes any sense. And what I mean by that is you everybody says if you want to be a great artist, you don't need to go to art school. Or lots of artists say, forget art school, it's a waste of time and money. But the opposite is also true. If you want to be if you want to be someone who makes a living in a creative field, it helps to go to art school for a number of reasons. First off, it helps you to learn from somebody in like a space where it's where it's not harmful for you to learn from them. And what I mean by that is oftentimes in say like the HVAC world, um, which is um heating and cooling of houses and buildings. You apprentice with somebody for, I think, a couple of years before you go out and do your own thing. And that's often the way lots of trade people get into their, um, get into their chosen profession is that they apprentice with people. But those apprenticeships come with a lot of perks, including a salary. But traditionally in the art world, there's something called spec work. And that is spec, and that stands for speculative work, and that stands for work that you're doing without pay to impress the person you're working for, and usually through, who is working for another client. And that the practice of spec work is basically non-controversial to anybody who's a good person. Everybody who's a good person in the creative field basically is like, no, I'm not going to make you do spec work. That's insane. Why would I do that? I'm going to fucking pay you. I would never do spec work. Why would I ask you to do it? And then you get people who, like, that's how they build their, that's how they build their businesses. They get tons of Young, usually younger creatives to do spec work before those creatives know, you know, what they're worth and what their value is in the world. And, um, so if you're listening to this and you're working a creative job, I will tell you right now, if you're taking jobs for less than $25 an hour, you, you are not charging your worth. I don't care what you're doing. You could be making stick figure cartoons for a local paper you are not taking you are not making your real worth because and I think that honey and the reason why I'm talking like this is because hunting clover does a really good job of demonstrating the skill and craftsmanship of all artistry not just um it's not just a a really nasal gavy. In fact, it avoids this. It's not just a really nasal gavy um, show about about animation. And I'm, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I love a good anime about making anime. I I love Shirobako as much as the next guy. Probably more. I like freaking. Otaku no video. I like Genshiken. I like, I do like that kind of story and that kind of setup. But 
Genjiken, Shirobako, and um, Otaku no Video all have this, like, self-referential quality to them. I mean, Shirobako, one of its opening sequences, is a reference to Initial D. <laughs> it it knows what it is, and it's going for it, and that's fine. But the honest truth is, is if you want to get an idea of what it looks like to actually go to art school as, like, an animation student, probably the best show to watch is a um, show called Blue Blazes. I actually covered this a while ago with um, my friend Lauren, who we do the um, we do the Uncanny Curve podcast, which you should totally go check out with our friend Larry, and that's all about the um, X Men comics in the nineteen seventies that were weirdly racist towards Irish people and like trying so hard not to admit that Professor Xavier is a bad fucking person. Um, doing war crimes on the regular. <laughs> but, um, anyway, so, the, the thing was, the thing that Blue Blazes gets right, is it gets right this, like, communal aspect, and that, like, you all constantly see each other's projects, and you're all put in an environment where you're encouraged to critique each other, and critique yourself, and it, art school is, as much as much as as much as college can be about self self growth, art school is like self growth by by force. And what I mean by that is, if you don't, if you go through art school and you don't grow and change dramatically as a person, you're probably not doing it right. And this um. And this school and this show um, focuses on a handful of characters, and the show does a really good job of introducing them and shifting focus throughout the throughout the series to each one and each of their individual odd struggles and each of their individual odd stories. Um, so you start off with you start off focusing on two characters, really. You start off focusing on Yuta and um, a character named Shinobu. And Yuta is in the architecture program, and at the... I forget what... I forget what the art school is called, because every time I think of an art school in anime, I think of Yadagaku Academy, but I know that's not... Like, it's, this is specifically not that. And... Yuta was a kid who whose father died when he was when he was fairly young but old enough to know what happened kind of thing what was happening kind of thing and he helped take care of his mother until his mother got a fell in love again and he his mother was like what do you want to do son and he didn't really know because he didn't have that. He never had that. He never held that in his head of like, I'll be able to do something other than, you know, hang out and take care of my mother. 
and but what he did know and there's a I think it's like episode I'm very hazy on the episode numbers for this show but um there's a whole episode devoted to this to his backstory and he's like I didn't know what I want to do but I knew I liked I like building things with my hands. So he joins art. He applies and goes to art school. And, oh, and by the way, if you, if you went to a normal, if you had a normal college experience, you didn't go to art school. One of the most like unnerving things about going to art school is that you put a portfolio together and you submit it to schools. You don't just like submit your grades or write an essay. Oftentimes, that's on top of submitting a whole portfolio of work that you've done throughout your um, primary school, primary and high school years, and based on and you get accepted based on that. I mean, like I had a unfinished piece in my um, portfolio that <laughs> arguably got me into art school which is hilarious to me. I have it somewhere. But my point is that it, the whole, the whole um, process of even applying to art school is a very putting yourself out there thing in a way that oftentimes applying to higher education isn't. And I know that like people have to write essays, people have to go do interviews and all this other stuff. But the other reason lots of people end up going to art school is that it it's a jump start to professionalizing your your creativity, if that makes any sense. So in art school you meet you know, you meet other students who are, who who like you at the time can recognize like oh that that person is going to like be a genuinely important person to know because they are going to go places and they are going to do things and you you realize that but you also just like end up at a party one night where like you're sit well like you're hanging out with that person and drinking a beer and all of those all those interactions and connections are so much more natural than they ever will be again, because it's not like you're hanging out at a network meeting. It's like you rescued a guy's, you rescued a guy's couch because you hauled a drunk girl. There's a thing that actually happened. I'm not going to say the people in it. You rescued a girl's, a guy's couch because you hauled the drunk girl into the bathroom as she was about to puke. So she didn't puke all over the apartment and up his couch where he sleeps and and then like he high-fives you like man thank you thank you so much I, I, I don't have to sleep on the floor tonight thank you so much and it between like interactions and like those and interactions where you meet your teeth where you meet your teachers who in most art schools are either former professionals or currently professionals in whatever you're learning, it will offer you connections going forward because 
they want to see you succeed too. And there's a great um, example of this with um, the character. Oh God, what's his name? Um, with the character uh, Takumi in this, and he's he's an he's an architecture student too. I think. Um, so just to, I'm just gonna go through the characters so you, so both of us can keep track. Um, Takumi and Yuta are both architecture students. I think Shinobu is just genuine, generally a, 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 um, a, just a general fine art student. Um, and Ayumi, I believe, Ayumi is, I think she's a, um, he's a sculpture student. Actually, I think Ayumi's double majored, which is another thing they capture really well in this, is oftentimes um, people in art schools will double major because they'll major in fine art, which they're really interested in love, but they want something more commercial like graphic design. I had a roommate who did this in school. He was He double majored, so he majored in fine art, and then he majored in graphic design, and he like, Alex, I really love fine art, but I, I look at you, I'm like, you're going to go out and get a job. That's why I freaking am a double major, because you were like, because the most professional, one of the most professionalized forms of creativity is graphic design. Because you guys just print money, ultimately. And he's not wrong. But what ends up so um, Ayumi, I believe, is double majored as a architecture student and a um, pottery student. Um, and then there is, and then there's, I believe her name is. Um, they call her Hagu for the entire show, but her name is Hagumi. And Hagumi is where the show starts to get interesting because one of the one of the things that happens in art school is. Um, and so I'm watching Silicon Valley, and I just got past, I think it's like, on season three, there's an episode called Blood Boy, where um, the where the character Richard Hendricks says to this, like, says to this Blood Boy who's providing one of the character one of the, like, side characters who basically writes himself almost entirely out of the show for, um, a couple episodes for a couple episodes um at the end of that at the end of that show at the end of that episode he says like you know jocks have the rest of the world silicon valley is for the freaks the weirdos the geeks people like me you don't get this and in a very real way art school for a lot of people is just, is the first time where like, it's really, it's the first time where it's really, their creativity is valued as a communal thing. And like, everybody is just as weird and creative and slightly crazy and like just loose as I would describe art students. And it, it's a really exciting, fun, interesting thing. But there are also, people are still people and they're still in groups and out groups and there's still ways people feel about each other and about 
like other people and the kind of discrimination factor, the kind of like all oh, this person, this person is, this person is too odd. Doesn't entirely go away. Um, in, when I was in art school, there was a girl who we eventually called it because she, she'd earned it, trust me. And she was, she was one of the most academically, academically strong students in the school. If one of the jokes about art school is that one of the reasons you go is because there's no math and there's no gym class. But we still have academics. We usually have art history and some form of writing and lit. The rest of it is like figure drawing, animation classes, you know, 3D classes, 2D classes, all that stuff. Um, but the, the, when we were in school, she was one of the academic professor's favorite students. And like, none of it, like, there was one other guy, guy, uh, who was like, this guy was just cool with the world and he was just smart enough to pull off like really good grades in the academics. And I forget what major he was, but he was also like, good in class, he was good in all of his classes, and he was just cool, but this girl was just, like, she was trouble, and then she just started sleeping with people, and people, like, lost, like, basically everybody lost their patience with her at some point or another, I remember I was just hanging out, sitting around, doing nothing on a particular day, and, like, somebody was like, hey, um, so I heard something. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say that I believed it because I do not believe it. You do not seem like the person who does this, especially unprovoked. But I heard you, and this is about this girl. I heard you. You like to hit her. <laughs> like, excuse me. What? Who, who said this to you? And she, and she, the person telling me who was also a girl was like, oh, she did. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's horseshit. And you can tell her to go die in a gutter. I will not be part of her attention game. And it was just, it was like, it was wild. And it got so bad eventually that she just, she she had she she transferred out. She transferred to like I went to Delaware College of Art and Design. Um, if you're listening to this and you know me from there, hello. But also, um, which is in and that school is in Wilmington, Delaware. She ultimately transferred, I think, to Dell Tech. And she and the worst thing was, oh, I feel so bad about this. I still feel bad about this when I think about it. She took her boyfriend with her, and he was. He was just a good dude, and like there was a there was a moment where like I knew him a couple months before he met her, and he said this thing like, "I hear this girl is asking about me," and I was just immediately like, "Oh no, I don't know who that is. I can't help you." 
<laughs> and like, I'm sure later he was like, Alex totally knew who she was. Why didn't he tell me? And then even later than that, he was like, oh, I know why he didn't. She's a piece of crap. <laughs> but it's, they have, this show is all about building those connections between between all the characters and there's these there's these like how should I put this there's these that gives this show this genuine feeling because you have all these characters they make sure they give you a like range of the ways they're going to college like Ayumi um is living with her parents and she 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 an adult like she she is like of an age where she could be considered an adult like she's like I think all all the characters are in the like super late teens like eight like 18 19 and and like super early 20s and she lives at home and she commutes and they make a they make this hilarious joke of of her commuting of like she got the the nickname around campus of Iron Woman because she straight up like walks to school every day super early in the morning and she lives like some absurd amount of time away and and like her family's liquor store where that she lives next to is like forty three minutes like over an hour away or something. She's walked for over an hour to school every day, and they and I I knew I knew students who were commuter students too, and then also there is a roommate straight up they have art school dorms, and the um characters of at the very least the characters of um actually I think the only characters who live there. Are um are Takumi Yuda and Shinobu live in the dorms? I don't think that Ayumi ever goes to live in the dorms. And then what they so this is a really nebulous part of not just not just school not just art school. But specifically, college. And that is, in the years after you graduate, there, there's a section of time where you don't know, where either you know exactly what you're going to do and you go out and do it, or you don't know how it's gonna how it's gonna happen for you or you don't know exactly what you want to do and people do all kinds of things after college in fact um i think this this is probably outdated information by now but in in like a survey years ago it was revealed that like 75 75 to 85 to 80 or 85 percent of people do a job that has nothing to do with their college degree. And that includes, like, English majors who, like, what the fuck do you do with an English degree kind of thing. 
But also that has to include like graphic design majors who just end up working in an office. Um, and what they what they end up doing is they end up showing a bunch of different versions of it. Um, Yuta ends up, I think, Yuta ends up like skipping a whole semester or something, and biking across the country. Like if if you saw the trash taste, um, if you saw the trash taste video where they attempted to bike across Japan and like super fail, um, that that is taken not directly from this. Like that's been a thing before Honey and Clover, but it became a big thing with Honey and Clover because, like, the show is slightly framed entirely around that, and it. The show builds up to that point, to the point where Yuda just straight up just, like, gets on a bike and keeps going. And, like, eventually, he, like, his journey of art school is he ends up, like, joining a company of traveling um, temple repairmen who, like, that's what they do is they repair temples. Um, and I think he ends up going back to them afterwards, after after he graduates. And then there's um, Ayumi, who I think I think she joins an architectural firm, and they spend a fair amount of episodes of her um, puzzling through problems in like architectural problems that she has to solve in the real world. And there's also and then there's Takumi, who um, ends up who I think also joins an architectural firm. I don't think it's the same one, but he, he actually, Takumi is the case of, he straight up has a architectural firm position before he graduates. And, um, what's his face? What's the face? Um, which mirrored me a little bit. I, um, had, a paid internship at what was then a just a web design studio, but it's now a full blown advertising agency. Um, for the year before I started co- for the summer before I started college, I think I made like fifteen bucks an hour or something, helping out at a um web design firm that had um I think built my family business's website at the time. And it, it was really informative and also I came in with a lot of professionalized knowledge about the process of graphic design. Actually no, it wasn't it wasn't when I it was it, it was in the summer between, I think. Because I hadn't, I hadn't started as a graphic designer until my second semester, until my until my second year of school. So not until my second semester, rather. So it was probably in that intervening time. But what what ultimately ends up happening is you kind of well in like this in-between state of 
you're still kind of a student, but you're still, but you like have a job and it's still valuable for you to be, to have connections back to your school, back to your school, because that's all the people you learn from usually are professionals in whatever field you want to go into. So everything gets a little nebulous is what I'm saying uh, towards the end of, of not just, not just art school, but school, but especially art school, because all those connections are still valuable. If you went to, if you went to design college in London, oftentimes you won't lose contact with your professor. I, I still, I still follow my professors on like Facebook, LinkedIn, all that stuff. And occasionally I'll post something and they'll be like, Hey, and I'll be like, Hey, and that's kind of the way art school works and it's the reason why it's about it's that's the reason why it's valuable to go to art school even though lots of people would argue you don't need to go to art school the other thing is this: like honestly you may not you may not need to go to art school for like the for to like improve your talent or skill but at the very least you need to go to art school because the degree will get you indoors. I, and a, a, a degree plus quality of work will get you indoors. When I was very early on in my um, graphic design career in New York City, I got interviewed for creative director positions <laughs> that I wouldn't have gotten because they would have looked at my work and they would have been, wow, and they would have also looked at my resume and they would have been like, and he doesn't have a design degree, so I'm not going to take the risk on hiring him. But because I have a two-year design degree plus a whole bunch of previous experience from a whole bunch of previous class experience from places like SVA, FIT, on and on down the line, I'm decorated, quote enough, I'm quote unquote decorated enough to for someone to just like be like, oh. All this adds up. All this me. All this means I can make a case if I need to tell my boss like why I'm hiring him <laughs> because my boss is like he he's got really good work. Why are you hiring? He's got really good work. Oh, and he has a and he's actually gone to school. And that sounds dumb. And should it probably go away? Yes, but it's a real thing and it's a real reason that you should go to art school, that degree is still valuable. That professionalism allows you to separate yourself from like the person who just like scraping by and doing it. If you, if you show up next to them in an interview, people will look at you way better than they look at the person who's like, yes, super talented, but doesn't have the, doesn't have the professional training. Well, and I should say, you, you get a kind of professional training if you get a good art school professor. You get someone who teaches you how to charge appropriately, teaches you how to like have an interview with another with another creative who would be your boss. You get somebody who teaches you how to write a resume, and if you get all of those skills and you come out of art school really buttoned up and really capable of looking professional, then you have an edge over somebody who's just doing it.
and they thing. But the... And this... Honey and Clover just does such a great job of interpreting what it's like to go to art school for people who haven't gone to art school. And for people who have gone to art school, you look at this stuff and it all feels, it feels familiar, it feels right, it makes a lot of sense. It, like, invokes art school kids' things of, like, and this isn't from when I was in college, but it was from when I was in um, pre-college, which is, yes, that's a thing, especially for art school students. If you go to pre-college classes, which are, you are 15, but you are taking college-level courses, oftentimes for for college credits, um, and you, you are treated like a col- like a college student also. Lots of times you stay in dorms, or if you're like me, you commute every freaking day with a portfolio case because I hate my life. <laughs> um, but the um, the like I remember one day I was just fucking broke. <laughs> like I had like seventy five cents in my pocket or something. I had, I think I had two quarters, and another friend of mine she had two quarters. And so we went out to a fruit stand outside of SCA on the 23rd Street campus, and we bought a bag of bananas. And we stood there, and, like, I I put the, I'm disabled, so I can't hold anything in my left hand, but I put the bananas on my left wrist, and she put the other, um, she put the other loop of the plastic, she held the other loop of the plastic bag in her right hand. And we just stood next to each other and just, like, reached into the banana bag and pulled out bananas. For, like, a... For a couple hours. And people were just like, the fuck are you two doing? They're like, we're broke and we're hungry. Leave us alone, banana. <laughs> and, like, stuff like that. Stuff like getting together with your, um, with your friends and going to, like, the, like, cheap noodle place that serves everything in shaky fucking styrofoam cups, you know, ending up on the roof watching the transvestite hooker work their corners <laughs> and feeling strangely like, oh, oh, this might be the day I die. Like, all very, all have a very art school vibe to them. All have a very, we're all super creative. We're all loose we're all connecting vibe to them and they they do that wonderfully in this show the like melodrama stuff is probably what will keep you in the show because they this show is this show is love triangle city you got the main love triangle between um Yuta Shinobu and um Hagu where both Yuta and Shinobu are like really infatuated with Hagu and short certainly in different ways, but that starts to be that that starts to be a driving point of the show. There's the um and then there's the other tri- the other more sultry triangle between um Takumi, a character named Rika, who's a um 
actual architect who hired Takumi to help her because she is disabled, which I very much... She's, she's very clearly disabled, but she is, like, disabled because of sickness, which I always... Which still counts. Like, she walks with a cane regularly. And um, so there's him, Rika, and um, Ayumi is in love with Takumi, and Takumi is in love with Rika, but Rika is an adult, and it, they, like, cast that as super creepy, even though it shouldn't be. And, um... And then there's also, like, Rika is friends with, um, or, um, Rika is friends with the professor, who is, um, Hagu's, who's basically Hagu's parental figure, and then Hagu is friends with Ayumi, but also jealous of Ayumi because Hagu is 18. Uh, you, and Hagu is like, there's something, the other part of this show is that there's something physically wrong with Hagu. Like, they, they make it very clear that she's a late bloomer. She's like, she, Hagu is drawn like she's a, four-year-old, even though she's 18, and she's, like, depicted as a very delicate flower, and she's got a very delicate, unstable constitution. She gets the vapors, so to speak. The, um, the episode where they talk about it is, where they introduce it, is, like, she just gets super worked up, and she gets super worried, and all of a sudden, like, you're just like, oh, fuck, I know what's wrong. You sh- Scoops her up in his arms and runs her to the to like a like a um industrial faucet. She jukes her brains out for a good twenty minutes, and they introduce. That's how they introduce that, and because of that, Hagu ends up feeling like the odd person out a lot, and they kind of the last thing they do that's really. The, the 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 closest other show I can think of that does it, and even that show doesn't really do it. It's Food Wars. Food Wars is probably is is a like imaginary culinary school show um, that has a lot in common with um, Honey and Clover actually, um, other than the romance angle. Well, kind of other than the romance angle, but. The thing Food Wars does really well is it is it gives you background characters. It gives you repetitive background characters who you who that make it feel like you're not focused so focused on the main cast to the detriment of everyone else of like the world. There are other students in this art school and they regularly include them with like a couple of like bro, weird bro dudes who you don't know what they major in, but they always show up for the free food at parties. There's like other female students, and there are different like groups of students in art school, but they all interact and mix, and they're all always, and like everybody's always around. You like bump into. So 
this is one of the funniest student, one of the funniest stories from um that I would that happened to me when I was in art school. Um, I think in my second semester, um, we started taking a um class called Design Process called um Design Process One. We ultimately also take Design Process Two. Surprise, surprise. And our one of our first of uh, I think our first assignment was to make a poster that represents. Was to make a fake event poster for the school. I actually ultimately remade mine fairly recently and got a really good print of it and framed it. But the my first draft was so good that my professor um, took it and showed it to the other to the other section of that class. The other. Um, the other section that was running of that class was having issues with the project. I was like, look at this. This is really good. This is the standard. And like, I was talking to a group of friends, to like a group of people in the stairwell, hanging out a um, couple days after, a couple days after I turned that assignment in. I mentioned that that was my poster. And someone went like, wait, you're the asshole who made the really good poster? God damn it. He shoved that in our face for like an hour, for like 20 minutes. It was like, this is good. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, Jesus. And this, this show did a really good job of capturing those like unique connections you could have when you're all submitting, you know, when you're all submitting work, when you're all living in like a really close space that's like, countless scenes of like students messing with of like all the characters messing with each other and being pissed at each other um i remember in art school waking up and at some point we lived next to a guy who used to who was an ex-air force brat and he would he would prank people just because he could but he was also an asshole so like i lived next to him for i think a semester and one day he just left a bed frame in front of our door, <laughs> which like pissed us off to no end because we couldn't get out of our apartment. It's also super illegal because there was a fire in the apartment, which was certainly possible. We wouldn't be able to get out. And so like, I had to like strong arm it to the side. I think I strong armed it back in front of the door just because I was pissed. I was just like, oh, this is going back from your door, buddy. Now our problem. <laughs> um, he also he also scaled the outside of the building into one of my friend's apartments and stole all of her silverware and rearranged her entire apartment in the night. She like she re- like I thought he was an annoying prick. She was like she would have killed him if given the, the opportunity. <laughs> I also knew a girl who was a, like, sleazy, reckless drunk in the same way that um, I, that Ayumi is. Also, that girl's boyfriend, he would show up, get super drunk, and then just, like, look at me and be like, Alex, you take care of her. I'm like, oh, God, why? I feel like I'm going to end up in some sort of nightmare threesome where, like, everybody sobers up and 
everybody, including me, hates me out of the three of us. This is the worst. Um, it's just all the kinds of, if you ever were like, I wonder what going to art school is like, or I wonder what going to art school could be like and feel like, and you're like a high schooler or you are all interested in experience, I encourage you to check out Honey and Clover because on top of being a really phenomenal um, romantic drama, like romantic dramedy, it, it really captures the art school experience from really like front to back. On that note, um, if you like this, if you like this show, usually the show comes out every Thursday and Sunday. Thursday is a show like this where I talk about a single show. Um, Sunday is more metatextual and it's about like the anime industry and technical things about animation and stuff like that. So um, until next time, I have been Alex. You've been listening to Lunchbox Radio. I'm sorry this came out late. And I will talk to you on Sunday.